When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Gonna take it. and basketball analysis with over 70 years combined experience. This is the Bob Ryan and Jeff Goodman podcast. NBA, some college, a little bit of everything. You know, what can I say? But it wasn't going to happen here with him. I was okay with it because it wasn't about talent, I didn't think. All right, let's, let's get right to it. All right, welcome into another episode of the Ryan and Goodman podcast. I'm Jeff Goodman. He is Bob Ryan and Bob, we have no shortage of storylines to talk about. On the court, off the court, injuries, protocol, uh, upsets, 49-point you know, historic performances. Uh, where do you want to start? I mean, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give the floor to you and, like, where do we start with this? I'm afraid I have to start in a negative. And that is, this is, this, when the look back takes place on the 2021 NBA playoffs no matter who wins the number one story is going to be who didn't play and how often people didn't play I think it will be the look back the injury is going to is overshadowing some of the good stuff and we're going to and last night was an example of the good stuff you know the games particularly the comeback game but you know I'm just there's just so much the story and then if it's not that it's it's you know it's COVID Chris Paul suddenly after playing a phenomenal game. Now the next morning we find out he's entered the COVID protocol. All right. So, I mean, I'm afraid it's dominant, you know, whether it's Kawhi or whether it's the Nets situation, uh, whether it's, uh, um, Mike Conley Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Mike Conley, Mike Conley hasn't played at all. Right. And then Atlanta would like to have Deandre Hunter and, and Philadelphia would like to have Danny green, yeah, you know? Yeah. And so it's just on and on and on. Okay. All right. There's that. Now, but let's get to a positive. Or when you have a thing in which a team is up by 26 and does not win a game, invariably, it is a story of two things. One, what you didn't do, and two, what they did do. Um, and maybe there's a more weight, I think, this time in what somebody didn't do than what they you did. Do. And yeah, not well, they come, but feel it's hard. Bob, it's hard when you have a player who is – 1A or 1B as a star on your team who cannot make free throws and the ball has to be in his hands, right? Yeah, like he, he's such a good playmaker, but when you can't make free throws and we start the night before with Giannis as well, mm-hmm. right? Like when your best player, and I, I'm not saying Ben Simmons is your best player. He, he's, he's two, but he's close to, to Joel and he's got the ball in his hands a lot. Same thing with Giannis. 
if you're if your best player or you're you're kind of one of your go-to guys cannot make free throws, it is awfully difficult to win in this day and age. I don't recall. I you know always be judicious with the use of the words always and never, but I don't recall ever seeing Hacker X Hack in this case Hacker Ben in the first half. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Three minutes <laughs> left in the first half. Uh, that's that's a new one on for me, and that's pathetic. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm fed up with him. I don't have any sympathy for him. Yeah. Zero. Yeah. And that goes with the whole three-point shot thing because it's not just three-point shot. If there was no arc out there, Jeff, and the thing would be the guy can't shoot from 18, 19, 20, 21. Forget about the arc. Can't so, shoot, period now. Can't has he shoot. gotten this far? Well, he's gotten this far because he's 6'11", and he can handle the ball, and yep. he has a feel for that aspect of the game, and he can defend. Yep. So that's how he's gotten this far. He can pass. He can rebound. He can defend. He can do everything but shoot the ball, Bob. Shoot everything the but shoot the ball. But last I checked, you, you need to be able to shoot the ball these days. Uh, in the NBA. I mean, so I'm, I'm fed. I have no – and I want to know that how he got this far. I don't know. I want to know, and at the end of that rookie year, now they drafted him knowing who he was, so they, they you know, that, uh, so they drafted him number one. Yes. After I, after by the way, LSU went nowhere with him, as I recall. Nowhere, nowhere, no. He they, has they no factor even, in winning games yeah, in the SEC. Terrible. So they take him anyway. After that rookie year, what yep. I do and what you would have done and what any intelligent and rational person would have done yeah. is lock him in a gym three hours a day. That's right. And have it armed guard so he can't escape. And he's going to go and shoot jump shots until his hands bleed. They didn't do it. If I don't think they did it. He has in a year five. He, he's now in year five, year four that he's playing. But yeah, year he, five, he, here, here's, here's his free throw percentages. Now, this, in the postseason, oh. it's been atrocious. His free throw percentage is 56%, 60%, 62%, 61% for a guard. Like, it's one thing if it's Shaq. Right. But for a guard, there is no excuse for this. And, and I do blame Philadelphia management and, and Brett Brown. And, and I love Brett Brown. I, I hate to say this, but I blame Brett Brown because what Brett Brown needed to do was tell Ben Simmons, listen, again, if you don't shoot three threes today, you're not playing anymore. You're not playing. I don't care if you miss in the regular season, the regular season doesn't matter to us right now. We're looking at the future so that right now Ben Simmons would have progressed at this point and wouldn't, we wouldn't be here. No, it's a, it's a, it's a, an untenable situation. They're not going to win. I don't know. Ultimately with him at, in, in this state that he's in, he's still young. It's still possible. It's possible. We've seen, and, and I'll give you an exhibit a that of, of what can be done. Uh, Brooke Lopez, who, not enough attention has been paid to his astonishing transformation. And just go look at the numbers of, the, of, of what he was as a, as a strict aircraft carrier, low post center, never shooting a three. The only threes I'm sure he took in those years were at the end of the clock yeah, or yeah. maybe the period, right? A desperation into what he's become, which is a major threat. <laughs> so, anyway. all right. Can, can we talk about the elephant in the room now? And I know you don't want to talk about this elephant. Because this is going to hurt you, personally. This is going to hurt you. It's a, it's Doc's legacy, which is the, another log. Oh, on, another log on the fire. If they lose this series, oh, 
Bob, this one, this one would be absolutely miserable for Doc. I mean, again, he's had him in Boston. He had him in L.A. Now to have this one against an Atlanta team that they have no – they're healthy. Like, Joel's pretty healthy. I mean, I know he's banged oh, up, but, but he's fine. Ben Simmons is fine. Danny Green's hurt. I get it. But Danny Green's still Danny Green. They've yeah. got enough. I mean, Thibault's a terrific defender. Uh, Seth Curry was great last oh, night. Fantastic. Yeah. You know, there's no there's no excuse for this if you're Doc Rivers. There's none. No, I mean, I, I you know, I'm bleeding. I'm, 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 I feel awful. I was communicating with him yesterday morning, having some fun, just joking around with stuff. Never. Oh my God, it was awful. Well, because uh, you thought it was a given they were going to win last night. Twenty six. Go up twenty. What is twenty six points? It came out of the half a little sluggish, I thought. But they still, they had it up. They got it. Then they got it back. And I can still that timeout. Remember that timeout? Eleven. They're up eleven at that point when he said when he was saying, "It's not about tonight. It's about habits. It's about big picture." Okay, fine. Well, anyway, it, it was it was dreadful. Totally dreadful. Yeah, no, this is going to be bad. It'll come down. It'll, it'll reflect awfully on him. Yeah, it's not. I've look. I've seen enough game, uh, uh, games. I've seen three twos going back home. I've seen three twos going. I mean, I covered more than one two. I go. Feel free. Nineteen eighty eight. What set up the Dominique Lowry shootout was Celtics had to win Game Six in Atlanta, which they did. Yep. And I'm sure we can find other examples of this. So uh, you know, can, it's not saying it can't be done, but that was an opportunity that that should not have been squandered at all. Uh, at all. Do you um, still do you think the Sixers uh, win this series, or do you think Atlanta wins it now? If, if I had to, you know, make a choice, I'm afraid Atlanta will win, but. But uh, they win that game six. We got to give Atlanta some credit, Bob, too. Oh, like, well, the kid, like let's, I, start with, let's start with the kid. Yeah, I mean, Trey Young has made me a believer on the offensive end completely. Completely. Now, again, defensively, it's a different deal. But you know what? If you're scoring 30 every night, even if you give up 20, you're okay. With he, this he is, he's just terrific at, again, the combination. He can shoot it from deep. He can, that floater is amazing. Oh, amazing, it. Bob. I love it. I love the floater. I'm a big floater fan, and I love him. I like the fact that he did what he did last night with only two threes. Yeah. You know, it was a, a, a uh, he got to the line, got to the line, got to the line. Uh, you know, how about that, that one up fake? And, and right in front of Doc, too. You know, you know that a professional should know you can't bite. You can't on the three-point shot. Don't bite. Don't bite. They do it. We see it. How many times every night do we see it in these playoffs where the best teams are totally playing? And we still see that they can't restrain themselves from diving into the three-point shooter. Oh, anyway. All right. <laughs> He's tremendous. Uh, Bogdanovich was. Yeah. I mean, they're just, listen, they're a good team. He says it after every game when they ask him. And, and Trey Young just says, like, we've got good chemistry. We like, and they, they, they're playing with nothing to lose. They're not supposed to be here. So they're loose. Philly's tight and Philly doesn't have a guy. Again, they don't have that guy that they can put the ball in their hands and just say, go make a play. Like, think about it. Phoenix has two. They got Chris Paul and, and Devin Booker, right? Brooklyn, whether you have Harden, Kyrie or not, oh, you, you, you've got KD. Just put it in his hands and let yeah. him go to work, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Utah has Donovan Mitchell when he's healthy. Like, that's the difference is really Philly does not have that guy. They don't have that guy because if you give the ball to Ben in the last few minutes of a close game, oh. they're going to follow him. 
No, and and Seth was tremendous last night, but he's not that guy. Not that uh, guy. He, he was tremendous. Does and, Milwaukee? And, let's get let's get to Milwaukee now because I think it's similar to some extent with Giannis. Now I still think Milwaukee can come back and win the series and win the whole thing. I, I do. I, I still really? I'm not counting them out because if Kyrie's not playing, which he's not, and Harden's still not Harden, which he's not going to be, I know. it's going to take another ridiculous out of this world performance from KD. I don't know if he can, he can duplicate it, but 49 is 49, Bob. And, you know, I, I'm not sure he makes, you know, that three at the end of the shot clock, you know, no. I don't know how many times he makes it, you know, do you, do you make that three out of 10. I know you're KD, but you're not making that consistently. That was an amazing shot from an amazing player. He's the best player on the planet today. Right today, now, he Bob, is. he's better than LeBron James's. And he should but be. Then, LeBron James no, is 36. Yeah, and the other thing is he will guard you too. Right. And, and that, that's important. So when we're talking about this whole, you know, best of the time, he, he's, he, no, I think I, I think I totally agree with it. Now, that was a, a transcendent performance, one of the great player performances that I've ever seen. And in and, and, and the context, you know, it wasn't just a game one. It was a vital game right. and, and, a, and a vital circumstance with, with Kyrie out and with Harden, you know, just – a decoy more or less yeah. uh, to say the least. And, and, and he did what he did. No, no, I, I totally salute him, but, but that's going to, he's going to have to have something at least 80% of that effort, I think, to get it done. Right. That's yeah. my, that, that's my thing is, is Milwaukee. They just, I, I, you know, again, I, I worry about Giannis. I do. I worry about him mentally a, a lot. You could see it in his, you know, with, with his mannerisms and, you know, when, when Middleton passed them the ball at the end there. And, and oh, that was awful. Oh, what was, gee, wow. Randy, you, you can't fumble the ball. You know what it was. You know, you know what the problem was. You didn't want to get fouled? Correct. He was rushing because he didn't want to get fouled. So he's trying to catch the ball and go up quickly and go up strong and make sure he dunked it because he did not want to go to the line, period. And uh, now, maybe, maybe he and Ben, maybe somebody, maybe Rick Barry, should take uh, he and, and Ben Simmons under his tutelage uh, this offseason. Yeah, shoot underhand, too. How about that? Now, let's get to the big issue with Giannis, yep. which is Mike Budenholzer, uh, Mr. Mr. Budenholzer. How can you not have him guard Durant in those You got to try, right? You got to well, try. How can it not even be the, there shouldn't even be an issue. If yeah, you're supposed to be guard a, a defensive player of the year caliber player, right. And and it's not all about sh- about shot blocking like Rudy Gobert, you know, right. or, or those kind of players. Then then how can he not be on him? What is that? That's all Budenholzer. You got it. You got to at least give him a shot, right? You got to yeah. rotate. If you want to do something, rotate Middleton and Giannis and switch them off. If you oh, want to keep Giannis fresh, with the, you know, with the bodying, but right. the, give him different right. looks. But yeah. give him Giannis look at least sometime. Yeah, you. I get it. You probably want to keep Giannis fresh, as fresh as can be. But when you see that it's KD and nobody else out I mean, there, you say, like, all right, let, let's try this. He's already gone for 40. He's shooting right over Chris Middleton. We know that. P.J. Oh, yeah. Tucker. It, get it's any like, shot he wants there. Yeah, I mean, P.J. Tucker's six, you know, three. I mean, KD's going to do what he wants against him, no matter how tough P.J. Tucker is. I, I just – it's funny. I was asked this question yesterday. And it was a two-part question. It was basically, do you think Giannis is overrated, number one, and can win a title? And I said, I think he is overrated, number one, but I still think Milwaukee can win the title. I, I really do. I believe that, Bob, because 
what they are is still the healthiest team of any team out there, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what they are. So, (laughs) you know, if it's just KD and KD has a mortal performance, then, and there's no Kyrie and Harden's, Harden looked like the Harden from the, the end of his Houston days. We've seen KD. There was a nine for 26 game. That's right. Recall, already in this series. It can happen. There's no certainties. I mean, this is the thing that we have to stress that, that pre- you predict anything at, with these teams at your own peril. Right. I mean, it, it just sit, I, I don't want to indulge in it. Just sit back and watch. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm, they're just, it, it's, it's more fun. They're too vulnerable. They're too mortal. There are too many ifs and buts and uh, on all of them, you know. Are you yeah. having fun? Are you having fun? Yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it, but I'm, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little, but I'm always, you know, disappointed with what I call loose ends and these injuries, you know, do have loose, you know, put a loose end factor. And then You're not you missing always, LeBron though, are you? You're not missing you, LeBron. I'm not missing LeBron. I get, it's just like I never miss Tiger. It's the same thing. I mean, there's other guys out there. There's plenty of players. I don't need that one guy. I you miss Jokic. Won. Hey, you miss Jokic more than you miss LeBron. <laughs> I know you. Yeah, of course. Uh, you know, yeah, but but I don't miss any. There's enough, still enough, plenty of ones left. But still, the injury thing is so overriding. And then you throw in, I'm jumping now the the, the Paul thing, which came out of what 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 whoa. What, this is right after we had seen him play this phenomenal game. And he's and, been vaccinated. I, I think he'll be fine. I, I I expect, and I don't have any inside info, but I expect Chris Paul to play game one. Well, the good thing is, obviously for them, the lucky thing is that they, they, they can't start any earlier than Sunday, and it very likely won't start until Tuesday or Wednesday. Yep. So that'll be, I think that he'll be playing. You want there could be much to do game. about nothing. You know what I have to say about that game? I love, what I love most about that game that he played is yeah. that he had a pure, real box score that did not depend on a shot being one inch behind an artificial arc instituted in 1961 by a promoter named Abe Saperstein that has infested the game of basketball and, 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 and ruined it, it in no. so many ways. 14th and 937. That's what I grew up with. And that's what he had. And, and I should frame that box score and send it to everybody. That's He's a real throwback, Bob. Box score. Throwback. He is a complete throwback in every and sense he, of the word. And a, the, the the dreaded two point shot oh my god it was he made eight in a row of them right at one point in the, in, in in the mid range yeah he, he, wonderful performance it was a tremendous performance and he's one you know I was never I'll be honest I was never the biggest me either I wasn't negative but I yep. wasn't it was ah he's okay he's good he's gonna you know he's really good I know but just, I never thrilled me but boy what I'm seeing now is a professional slicing and dicing <laughs> did, I, did I tell you have we talked about my Chris Paul story on here. When I asked them about Donald Sterling years ago and why we don't talk. Go. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. So it was out in Vegas the year that uh, all the Donald Sterling stuff kind of went crazy. And I think Doc had said, right, hadn't Doc said he wasn't going to potentially coach? Was it right? Was it? I don't know. Anyway, CP3 was out there in Vegas coaching an AU team. He does it every year. Mm -hmm. Carmelo coached one team. Chris coached another team. I went up with, you know, recorder in front of his face, asking him a, a bunch of questions. One of which was, you know, basically, would you play, uh, you know, will you play for, for Donald Sterling next year? And then we talked about his AU program and his, obviously he's unbelievably um, involved in the program. Shows up all summer for, for his team, works with the kids, whatever. So we talked about that too. 
Well, obviously, I'm writing the story for ESPN. They don't give a you-know-what about his involvement with the AAU program. <laughs> so, obviously, you know, I write it. The lead is about his comments about whether or not he'd play for Donald Sterling next year. So they cut everything at the bottom. Any AEU stuff, I, I put <laughs> down the bottom. I knew they were going to cut it, to be honest. I mean, yeah. but I tried to put it in there at the bottom, and they cut it. And next thing you know, I get a call. Like an hour later, I'm at lunch with a few guys in Vegas, and I get a call, and he's all upset that I wrote it. And I said, Chris, what did you think? Like, I, I had a recorder, and, and you knew you were, you were being recorded. You knew it was on the record. You knew if you're going to talk about Donald Sterling, that's going to be the news. And literally, we haven't talked since then. You know, that's, I don't know how many years ago that was, six, oh, six yes, years yes, ago. He'll, he'll oh, walk wow. by me now and not look at me. And I don't, it doesn't matter to me. I'm doing my job. I mean, it's like, you know, yeah. anyway. But, yeah, but, right. but getting back to it, listen, I have the ultimate respect for, for Chris Paul, the player, the leader, the guy who always comes out. Um, ready to play. And, and I've, I've been told by plenty of people who played with him and coached him and been around him. They'll say like, he's like this in the summer, like this starts in the summer with like young players. Every mm-hmm. time they go on the court, there's no screwing around. It's like mm-hmm. to win and to try to teach these guys how to play the right way. And um, listen, it, it'll be kind of cool for him to have a chance to maybe win an NBA championship now. Well, I mean, yeah, it's the last cherry left on that Sunday he needs, and he needs he needs at least to get to the finals. Yeah. He really needs that. I, I mean, because it just, that was a year, but not to look, he's going to the Hall of Fame first bout. We know that. But in terms of the, having a seat at that final, that the big table, you know, yeah. the, the really inner sanctum table, um, he, uh, he needs at least to get to a finals once. And, and, and uh, I, I think this is obviously a real, a real shot that they have uh, to, to do that. This episode of the Ryan and Goodman podcast is brought to you by LinkedIn. Today, many small business owners are busier than ever. Because they are focused on managing and growing their business, they can't always spend the time that they wish on recruiting. And that's why LinkedIn Jobs has made things easier than ever for you to find and hire the best candidates for free. Get started by posting your job for free on LinkedIn's network of 740 million professionals. Fill out targeted screen questions to get your role in front of the most qualified candidates with experience, skills, and motivation that you need. Then use simple tools to filter and prioritize the top candidates that you wish to interview, and it is that easy. LinkedIn Jobs will help you hire the right person for your role, and your first job post is absolutely free. LinkedIn.com slash scribe. Again, that is LinkedIn.com slash scribe to post your first job for free. All right, so we, we got some well, – well, well, we'll leave the whole show. Again, don't let me forget to ask you who you think is going to win now because we do that every single week. So okay. don't let me forget. But let's go to off-the-court stuff now because there's plenty of that too. I think we've hit on kind of the on-the-court stuff to some degree here. Let's start with the All-NBA teams, okay? And mm-hmm. Jason Tatum and Donovan Mitchell missed out on $33 uh, million. It's just, just preposterous. $33 million. The idea of a contract being structured on the whims of, of you, people like you and me, yeah. uh, you know, and not that I, I, I know we can talk about whether I feel we should be voting and, 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 and all that, but I, the, it's just ridiculous that the amount of money at stake, yeah. just they're making a third team as opposed to, uh, what, 
I, I, I didn't, I was, this blew me away when I first found out. I was out. texting with Tatum earlier in the day. I said, are you nervous? And he texts me back. He's like, wouldn't you be with 32 million? And people will say, well, he's making this, making 30 million. I get it. But that's still $32 million. Get, I don't know how we come to this. How, how, how a, a team comes to this. How, I just don't. I, I mean, it's, I, it's a dumb setup, Bob. Is what it is. Back, you know, we all go back, you know, way back, prehistoric, red, red, when red's still the, the running the Celtics. And red used to t- talk about this all the time about guys with contracts. And, and, and guys said, I want a bonus for making the all star team. And he said, Hey, for what I'm paying you, you damn well better make the all-star team. You know, that <laughs> yeah. end of story. Yeah. See you later. Don't yeah, they'll close the door when you go out, you know? And okay, so now we come to this. Um, I'm looking I mean, Jimmy at Jimmy Butler. Listen, Jimmy looking, Butler got nine first place votes, Bob. Nine first place votes. Uh, I don't understand that. I'm right. not saying like it's a lock hundred percent that Tatum and Donovan Mitchell should be on it, but you can make a valid case they should be on it ahead of. Jimmy Butler ahead of Kyrie, George, ahead of uh, who else? Paul George should be on there too. This Paul year. George, right now, Rudy. You know, Rudy makes third team. Yep. Uh, he's, there's a, there's a legit, so-called center on each team. You know, we, 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 yep. um, Jokic is one, Embiid's two, and Rudy's three. Uh, you got to have a center. I, I believe. I still believe in and and pay homage to traditional basketball by by finding a center. I have no problem with that. But when I look at uh, Butler and George as opposed to what Tatum did, I I'm, I think I could and, – and for Mitchell, I, I, I would uh, – And Tatum's uh, played – he played like 10 more games than both Butler and George. Yeah, I, I, I would say he has a complete – now, back to the issue of voting. Um, in the old days, you know, I think having, having the, the media vote is, is fine except – now with this money, and this goes back, and you know, we found out in baseball that there were incentives for MVP, and uh, you know, yep. and of course, there were, the New York Times will not allow their people to vote, and uh, period. Now, this has been going on for a couple of decades. I don't know how uh, there may be other, there are others. I think I don't know how many or who. I don't know if you do you know offhand. Any, any I don't. I don't know anybody the else. New York Times, Times doesn't allow their people to vote, right. and I used to laugh and scoff at it. And and then when something like this happens, you you understand the. The, the reasoning yeah. or at least i assume that's how, how would you do it bob would you would you have a mix like i don't mind a few media people that are really really good and and a few mixed with some players mixed with some executives but the the problem you run into then if you include executives is think about this <laughs> oh they got they got they got they got something that you know that they, they have listen jason tatum now what that did was help the Boston Celtics by him not get that, that, that extra 32 million. It helped the Utah jazz that Donovan Mitchell didn't get the 32, 33 million. So obviously executives have, have, have something um, in this, right. They have, they have, they have, you know, something, whether it's good, bad, whatever, they're not going to be completely objective. Nobody is. I feel like the players are the best ones to vote on this. You would but, think but that are they voting like, for their buddies. My skepticism on that one and uh, goes 50 years of experience in the business. You'd be surprised how uh, often the players don't know what the hell they're talking about. And all they know is who they saw against <laughs> them. Right. And, and sure. then there's the buddy thing. Uh, uh, some players are perfectly and totally well qualified to do it. And others aren't. It's, yep. I, I, 
Uh, I'm sorry, more than you, not as many as people think. Uh, I'm sorry. So then you just uh, don't tie it. What what you're saying is that the contract is the contract. There should be no incentive no, so to that, making an all NBA Right, and that would then we wouldn't have this problem. But uh, boy, I, I just I'm still blown away by this number. I, I mean, five a million dollars, five hundred thousand uh, dollars, thirty to what? This. Uh, yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. I mean, it's an amazing amount of money. I heard about that. I I, I just. Oh, no. So anyway, that's A. And B is, I think he, yeah, I think he deserved to make it. And uh, yeah, and Tatum did. And, yeah. and, and, uh, and that's that. But so, wow, there's a story. All right. <laughs> All right. Let, let's move on to the final, uh, the final part of the show, which is kind of going down some of these coaching, coaching. Uh, vacancies now. You got six well, we, of them. We got a new one. New one. No, it's Scotty Books. Bye-bye. Uh, I want you to work. rank them. I want you to rank them one to six right now, Bob. All right. Uh-huh. So. Go ahead. I'm going to read you the six. Go ahead. I'll give you my rankings first. That might make it easier for you right now. All, All right. right. So I, the six are in no particular order right now. Wait, now, what are we ranking? The order of preference, the best, the best, best job? Best to worst job. Best to worst job. Best, best to worst. All right. Best to worst. The jobs right. out there are Indiana, Portland, Boston, New Orleans, Orlando, Washington. All right. Okay. You got them? Wait a minute. In, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Indiana. Indiana, Portland. Yep. Yep. New Orleans. NL. Yep. Boston. Yep. Orlando, Washington. Okay. Okay. Fine. So you got the six. Okay. Number one for me is your Boston Celtics. They got a 23 year old star in Jason Tatum, a 24 year old all star in Jalen Brown. And uh, last I checked, there's still plenty of tradition there. So I'm I'm giving that to, to them at one. Number two, a little bit a little bit tougher. Do you agree with me on that or no? Yes. Number two is a little bit tougher, Bob. Um, you could make a case, maybe uh Portland's got the best player of everybody remaining and Damian Lillard. You could make a case for Indiana, potentially for your boy Sabonis and Miles Turner and Karis Lavert, and they got some good players there. You can make a case for New Orleans. They got a kid named Zion, right? They got Zion down there. Um, I'm going to let you go first because I'm. Right, I'm going to go, um, and this is a, a hard overhead because you mentioned I love Sabonis. Yeah, um, and I, I like some of those players, but I really love Sabonis. And boy, he had a what a what a month he had that is people didn't pay any attention to. You know, uh, just go back, folks, and look up what. Donata Sabonis did to end the season, like the last three to four weeks. OMG, right there. Okay. And then I go Portland for obvious reasons, except that the Lillard thing appears to be in, in, in flux, right, in a sense. But that backcourt is good for, you know, 50 to 60 points every night, you know. Uh, okay, Portland. And then I go Zion. Go so now four. we're four. New Orleans four. And why? I can't even – Orlando has become such an anonymous, amorphous, irrelevant. So long. <laughs> uh, so I go Washington because we know at least we tell you we got we got you know that those two guys at least, and now I go Orlando, who who are who have become uh, a forgotten entity in the NBA. I, I don't know how to rank them: New Orleans, Portland, and Indiana. I'm with you. I like Indiana's talent. I just don't know if they have a star, and I, I don't think you can win without a superstar. Like Simonis is your superstar, but again. You can't give him the ball and, and go sit, you know, make a play. That's not no, what he's not he does. Kind of he's not that kind of player. He's a wonderful right. number two. He's a wonderful 
number two. So I would say Portland for me, only because you have a chance with Lillard and McCollum if you keep them around to to go deep in the playoffs every single year. And if the big guy can stay healthy. Right, right. You know, uh, 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 and Zach Collins, even Zach Collins. Yeah, Zach Collins. I I loved him coming. I loved him at at, uh, Gonzaga. So I might go Portland number two right now, which I think will probably shock a lot of people. No, no, really not when you've got those two guys, you know, now assuming that Lillard stays put. (laughs) I know that that Nick fans have been happy to go out and pick him up at the airport. In fact, they'd be happy to drive a caravan, you know, to to go pick him up out there. But uh, that that may not be happening. (laughs) How how shocked were you when you saw that Stan Van Gundy lasted? Never. I, I look, I, I, he's an engaging character. He's, he's the greatest post game maybe ever, (laughs) but he was a wrong fit from day one. Yeah. yeah. I think for that group, you need a, you you need somebody that, 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 that's going to be able to connect with those young guys better. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I I want him back, you know, kibitzing, (laughs) but I'm sorry. No, no, he's had enough chances to prove what he is as an NBA coach. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, I think the hard part was, you know, you kind of fell in love with him even more on TV. Oh, I, I and listen to Dan Levertard. He's, he's a frequent guest with Dan Levertard's podcast. Is very, he's hilarious. Hilarious. That was good. I love the Game Van Gundy brothers. I mean, I'm so happy, Jeff. I want Jeff to stay what he's doing forever and ever, too. So so that's good for me. But anyway, I no, that was a wrong fit. They made the right move there. So, you know, and somebody's going to be, have the pleasure of coaching Zion, no doubt. But. They need still. They need more. I'm sorry. You know what I've been I've been hearing a lot of of people in in basketball execs and that I've talked to lately that are really down on Zion, really down on him, and feel like this NBA game does not fit Zion. And you know, again, he's kind of an undersized five man and can't shoot it and doesn't guard and he'll put up his numbers. But can you win with Zion as your number one guy? Probably not. And Brandon Ingram to me. Never will like that's not him either. So you got a bunch of good players. Yeah, they're good. I always felt like Lonzo and Zion together, while they're a highlight tandem because Alonzo's ability to throw the lob and, and get Zion easy buckets, to have two guys that aren't really threats shooting the ball from the perimeter, you yeah. can't do that these days. Yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of which, uh, uh Ball Brothers, it's, we salute uh, the yeah. quite legitimate rookie of the year. Don't you think? Lamello? Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, a lot of people would say Anthony Edwards, but to me, when Lamelo was uh, on the court, um, he, he was he was way better than I. And Anthony Edwards was better too. But the difference for me was like Charlotte was actually competitive. Yeah, like Charlotte was a good team. Imagine if they had a healthy Gordon Hayward at the end. Like yeah. Charlotte might have might have advanced. Oh yes, yeah. No, I just because will we ever see. A healthy uh, I don't yeah I, I, anyway. I hate to say it but probably not so so the job so we all agree that uh uh Orlando is the worst Orlando is the worst Celtics are the best I think Washington's clearly five out of those six and then we, all right I'm just moving in terms of coaching yeah. when it's all said and done will one of the coaches be a female or not I don't think so you don't think so Will it happen? Will it happen eventually? I don't know, Bob. I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe. I just, I just don't know. It's going to take an owner. It's not going to take a GM. 
I don't think a GM is going to make that decision. That's going to be an ownership decision. And here's my, my question. I think the decision's going to come down to when Pop retires. Well, <laughs> that's the biggest decision. Well, I talk about, yeah, obviously he would want, he would, I think he would re- readily appoint himself if he could appoint Becky Hammond, of course. Uh, Can't he? But, you don't think Pop will have major say to I RC? Would, I think that's the, but that's the obvious one. But I mean, meanwhile, there's six jobs out there now, and her name is being put out as a candidate because yes. she's got the credentials, you know. Of all the of the all the potential women of the, she's got the credentials of the the experience in the NBA. Carol Lawson, of course, name gets thrown out, but she, you know, very limited in Boston time wise, and hasn't even had a chance to coach Duke yet, you know. And and uh, but so I, I might be a little early for her, but uh, yeah, anyway, Becky I'm, Hammond I'm just, would be the one, right? Yeah. Becky Hammond's certainly the one you would think of would would have the best shot here. And I just again, I, I don't know. I mean, I think Portland probably. From everything I'm hearing, Chauncey Billups is the, is the favorite there. Um, you know, some of these other jobs, we'll see if it's recycled guys or, you know, young guys that are coming up. Uh, Apo, nothing we're talking about, but you're the person to ask. I saw a name that got me excited yesterday and, and on, a little, on a crawl. Uh, uh, what can you tell me, if anything, about the young Marshallonis who was going to St. Mary's? I don't know. Other, than he's, other than he's Sarunas's kid. Yeah, I, I know nothing. I know this. Randy Bennett at St. Mary's does one heck of a job recruiting international kids. So my guess is uh, the younger Marcellonis is probably a talented kid. And Randy Bennett's one of the best coaches yeah. in college basketball. One of the best, like, developers of talent, just ball coaches. So uh, I'm excited yeah. to see him. And St. Mary's, they need talent right now. They, they've they've kind of fallen off a little especially, bit. Especially with their arch rival, uh yeah. Is gonna come back with a vengeance, right? That's right. Yeah, no, Gonzaga, listen, if if you if you have it, you need to see the 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 duo of Drew Timmy and Chet Holmgren this season. You need to circle that one in November <laughs> uh for any Gonzaga game, any non-conference Gonzaga game. But all right, well listen, Bob, we'll uh we'll wrap here with our usual. Uh who in your opinion, today, who do you have winning the NBA title? I'm going to stick with the Nets. That they'll that they'll get Harden. Maybe not. I mean, I'm just. I don't see a team they can't beat. That's all I'm saying. I I don't see. I, I want to root now. I'm rooting. My rooting interest starts. You know, obviously, I, I I'm a friend of Doc, but yeah. but uh, it's but I I would say. I like Phoenix and uh, I like to see Phoenix do it. Um, but I, I just think you can't, dis- I'm not giving, I'm not dismissing the Nets. Uh, uh, they still frighten me. I'm going Milwaukee. I'm going Milwaukee to come back, uh, beat the Nets. And if they do, I think then they have the momentum. Yeah, like obviously these next two games are, are key. But I mean, yeah. I'd say, but anybody, uh, put, put your money down at your peril. There's, there's just too much uncertainty out there. Uh, in so many ways this year, which is fun. It's just like fun to be a sportsman. This is what makes sports great. You don't know. This isn't like going to the theater, folks, or the museum. You don't know. And that's why don't. we love it. No, you um, don't know. And, and come back next week and you'll find out a little bit more. Uh, and who's left standing. And unfortunately, who's left standing. By the way, I'm just saying this is my homage to the Clippers' wonderful victory, their victory last night. This, this is one of my favorite places on earth. 
Have, are you familiar with it? I have the not. Pantry. We never close. What is it? The pantry. The the it's called the 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 pantry. It's been open since 1920, and uh, uh, a second location that, since 1950. It's it's two blocks from the Staples. Ah, nice. It, it's nice. it's the ninth in Figueroa. It is the greatest breakfast you'll ever have, <laughs> and not right. just breakfast, but breakfast is their specialty. Maybe Paul George had it before uh, uh, before his his incredible performance of of not only scoring but getting 16 rebounds uh, last night, and we'll see if he can if he can do that with Kawhi that was, out. But that was a big statement show for him because there's pressure on him, yep. and it was obviously there was pressure on him without Kawhi. But but in general terms, you know, the idea of stepping up at these big games and, and kind of thing. That was a that was a big performance. So, yeah. And and we cannot close without giving some uh, kudos to uh, your Boston College Eagle Reggie Jackson and his hey, resurgence. He, he found himself out there uh, at this stage of his career. Yeah, he, he never him. lacks for confidence, Bob. Ever, <laughs> never, ever has lacked for confidence. So I like Reggie. Reggie was always fun to cover uh, here in Boston, and um, you know it's playoff Reggie right now, and playoff Rondo has been no, nowhere to be found. Well, speaking of BC and uh, one of their former coaches, uh, Friday, uh, the uh, 18th of June at uh, 2 o'clock in Worcester, Massachusetts, they will be dedicating a statue outside the DCU Center to the one and only Robert Joseph Cousy, who coached Boston College from 1963 to 1969, plus anybody remember among his other accomplishments. And nice. coached them very well. Will you and, be there for this? I will be there. In fact, I'm honored to be one of the, the speakers. Ah, very nice. So, what, uh, looking so, forward to that. So, it's when? To, uh, to, uh, on Friday afternoon, June 18th. Friday, June 18th in Worcester, Mass. at 2 p.m. All right. Very nice. All right. Very nice. Very good. All right. All right. We'll see you next week, and I'm sure we will have plenty more to talk about, hopefully more about the players uh, on the court than the ones who are not able to play. <laughs>